okay. Another week. <laughs> and my cough doesn't go away. Right? Because I was sick um, like two weeks ago for a week. And uh, my cough just won't go away. I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, so I got to go get that checked up. Um, yeah, I mean, I went to two concerts in between that time, right? I went to the Amine one, which was in like a club. It was in Drake's club. It's called History. And I mean, it was fun. You know, we were, we were at the very front. Uh, people behind us were pushing a lot. Very fucking sweaty. I think I got AIDS. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then we went to Tyler, the Creator's concert. Uh, that was in the Scotiabank Arena. Dude, completely filled. It was insane, the amount of people that were. We had good seats, too. We were, we were pretty close to the stage. Man, I mean, he's a good performer, you know? He does his job. The production was great. The openers, I mean, okay, look. It was like Tizo Touchdown. I've heard like three of his songs like skimming through YouTube. Not a big fan, right? But, you know, whatever. He was the first opener. Those Vince Staples? I don't know. I thought that he, I thought he would have more fans. You know, he's a pretty pretty uh, popular dude. But then again, like the, the the stadium wasn't filled by that time, you know. And then it was Cali Uchis, the Spanish bitch. She's like Mexican or something. Uh, yeah, her production was was the best out of out of all the openers. She had like dancers and shit. So, and, uh, yeah, people were going crazy. Also, like, you know, she's a female artist, right? Who's not like Adele. So she, she does a lot of sexy moves, you know, a lot of sexy dance moves. And yeah, like the, the girls were going crazy. Like the women were going crazy in, in the audience. And it's like, you know. You'd expect the dudes to be going wild. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a couple lesbians in the crowd, right? It's a Tyler concert. But, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so maybe that's why I'm coughing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I wonder how that is. Like, just being on stage, you gotta, like, well, uh, how, many, how many people does it hold, like, if, 10,000? Is that too much? It's, well, it's like a whole NBA stadium, right? Because that's where the Raptors play, I think. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that was basically how my week went. Um, yeah, and, and the movie I watched yesterday was uh, Falling Down. I actually don't know who was directed by. Let me let me look this up. It has um, Michael Douglas. You know, it's directed by Joel Schumacher. Oh, okay, I I, I know him. 
right? Okay, not really. I mean, what, what has he made? Phone Booth? I haven't seen any of his other movies. Maybe Batman Forever when I was, like, young. Okay, maybe I don't know him. I've heard his name, though, right? I, I really liked it, right? I mean, you know, acting was was on point, right? They killed it. Um, very interesting concept. You know, um, it's pretty refreshing. And it's honest. It's a very honest film. It's basically about America and how dog shit it is, right? You know, ca capitalism. What is it? I mean, it was made in like 97 or some shit. Is it late stage capitalism? What are the, because, you know, <laughs> you know, there's so many like terms now for which stage of capitalism America is in. You know, like I saw TikTok and it was like, yeah, uh, we're not in late stage capitalism anymore. Uh, we're in like neo, neo some shit capitalism. It, well, it's not even capitalism anymore, apparently. It's at a point where, like, the rich are just so powerful. And, uh, yeah. But, you know. And that's basically what the movie's about. It's about this dude. You know, it has everything. It has, you know, obviously, the, the, the big picture is America. And then, you know, there's poverty, racism, uh, homophobia, uh patriotism right there's a there's like a neo-nazi character in it um yeah poverty racism homophobia you know it's about mental illness it's basically the joker right it's like the joker if it was actually relatable and uh it wasn't some dude in a stupid fucking clown outfit <laughs> if i had any fan base for this fucking podcast, I would be canceled for saying the Joker. I mean, it wasn't shit. I wouldn't say the Joker was a shit movie. It just, it seemed kind of uninspired, you know? I mean, it was a, it was a, it was heavily inspired, I guess, by, you know, whatever, King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, you know, that shit. And probably falling down. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Right? Um, yeah, it's about this, like, dude with, like, mental illness, right? Like, he can't control his anger. And, like, if things don't go his way, he's, like, fucking ballistic. And, uh, yeah, his mom's kind of crazy. And he, you know, he got fired from his job, like, a month before. And we sort of have to figure this out as the movie progresses, like they don't reveal it right away. You just think it's some dude, like a regular office dude having a bad day, right? And it's sort of like exaggerated. But no, it's like, this guy is like mentally insane. We we find out. And yeah, that's, that's the interesting part. It's like, oh my God, you know? Oh my God, this guy crazy, oh my God. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Just watch it. Just fucking watch it. It's good. Uh, and yeah, like the the writing, it's it's very human. 
you know, like you can relate to a lot of the thing, the things that like um, Michael Douglas's character is like frustrated about because it's just like everyday shit. It's like you go you go to McDonald's. Well, it's like Whataburger, or they have like the, you know the McDonald's in the movie, right? Um, and he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want the breakfast meal. And they're like, yeah, we stopped serving it at 1130, but he checks his time and it's like 1140, you know, but you know, he, he has a case of guns and shit. So he's able to force his, his way through it. And then he talks about like, or he, he opens up the, the fucking burger box. It's like some shitty, like, you know how like you go to McDonald's and you know, the advertising, it makes it seem all plump and shit. And then the Filipino lady hands you your meal and it's fucking dog shit. Like it's assembled like a bitch. By the way, McDonald's, I don't know how it is in the States. McDonald's in Canada, dude, nuggets are like six forty nine. That's more than a dollar a nugget for six pieces. That's ridiculous. I mean, you can get 20 for 14 but even then, it's like, dude, they do have good nuggets, though. Like, uh, okay, also, yeah, I was at the fucking, uh, the Union Station. It's like the most down part of downtown Toronto, right? And they have a McDonald's. They have two McDonald's there, first of all. They have one on the, f- the f- first floor and then one in the underground food court the first floor one you know you can only get like coffees and like breakfast sandwiches and shit and then (coughs) the bottom floor it's packed i mean to be fair the covid restrictions just opened up dude the lineup is so long so i mean i guess it doesn't matter how how expensive they make shit is inflation like that fast and you're getting like the shittiest food. Like McDonald's is dog shit. You know, it's supposed to be cheap. But whatever. Um, what was I talking about? The movie. Yeah, uh, very refreshing. And yeah, it, it's not like, you know, the thing with Joker is like, well, at least the, the movie, Joker, not the character, because I'm sure there's like 19 different Joker's storylines, right? Because like, you know, each one's like a different writer. But the one by Todd Phillips or whatever, the guy who made Hangover, the newest Joker movie. Um, Yeah, that one was like, I mean, he, yeah, he's mentally ill, right? It is an issue. But then he gets, like, beat up by a bunch of kids for having a sign. I don't know. It was just strange, you know? And I I didn't think it was very good. I didn't think it was, like, good. I thought it was okay. Um, But, yeah, this one, it's also exaggerated heavily, right? But it also is very human. And it does show a side that's, like, it, that's the truth, right? Like, there's a scene where he he's in, like, Venice Beach. Like, somewhere on, like, Venice Beach. I, I actually don't know. Um, yeah, Venice. I'm pretty sure Venice Beach. 
and it's just like a bunch of people like it's like a community gathering at like a park but like and everyone's happy and shit and playing but then there's also like you know homeless vets that are like asking for money and shit <coughs> and yeah i mean it really tackles everything everything that's wrong with like the cunch you know um yeah what was i gonna say yeah and i I checked the letterbox reviews i think the the movie's great right if i were to give it a number i'd say eight out of ten okay um but yeah the letterbox reviews they're, they're saying like the movie didn't age well and it's racist they just straight up just said it was racist um you know some of the reviews and I, I'm guessing that's a common criticism. And it's, I mean, yeah, of course it's racist. It's about, it's about America, right? Like the main character is like, is the, uh, he's like a, a metaphor for America, right? Or he's a symbol uh, for, of America. It's about a guy falling down, right? And the, the nation's going into fucking, it's, it's on its way down. It's the name of the fucking movie. So of course he's going to be, you know, slightly racist, right? Because um, that's what America is. It's racist. Systemically. Right? I mean, they just put a bunch of black people in jail and then have them work for pennies. And they're like, no, this is not slavery. This isn't slavery. This is, they deserved it because they smoked weed. <laughs> Um, yeah. And it's like, there's also, you know, like Asian characters that are like stereotypically Asian, but at the same time, I've seen Asians like that. Okay. Now they might not be accurate with the specific countries. Cause you know, I mean, in the beginning of the movie, there's like a convenience store owner and he's Korean or he's supposed to be, he, I mean, he looks Japanese and he also has like a Chinese accent. So, you know, I get what they're saying with that shit, but it's like, it was 97, dude. You know what I mean? You, you know, you get the point across. And they also make fun, you know, poke fun at the, I guess, main character. But he, he's, he, he's not really the main character. I mean, <laughs> he sort of becomes the villain, right? At the end, he's like, he's like he ends up being a monster. Right, the the country turns him into a monster. Um, so you're not supposed to root for him, you know. Like you're not supposed to root for the Joker. Yeah, you're supposed to sympathize with, you know, his illness and shit. But you're not supposed to root for his actions. That's, it's like yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, they they poke fun at him. Like, he's, like, um, he's talking to the Korean convenience store owner, and he can't understand him. And he's, like, you come to my country, and you don't even bother learning the language. You know how much my country gave to your country? He's talking about money. And he's, like, no, how much? And he's, like, oh, well, I actually don't know. And that's basically the entire nation is just a bunch of people assuming shit, right? Assuming shit about different countries, Races, 
And uh, yeah, and same goes for Twitter. It's just a bunch of people saying shit out of their ass. By the way, the Twitter account that I have for this, the, the podcast, I just, I get recommendation, like notifications, right? Like po- uh, post recommendations. It's just all black women. I don't know why. Dude, I, I, I don't think I follow anyone that is a black woman on, uh, on the account. And it's all just like horny shit. By the way, Twitter people are incredibly horny publicly. Publicly horny, right? I don't know if it's the, the culture that was, that was created on there. But yeah, it, like a couple of days ago, I got one and it was, it was just like, I want him to suck my pussy. Like he's sucking the chicken off the bone. Huh? Anyways, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not gonna bother fixing it, right? I don't really care. Um, and then it would also be like just like young black women who had whose like boyfriends died, and be like, uh, I, I'll remember you uh, forever, and it'll just be like his fucking eulogy or whatever it's so weird that i get maybe i should start following more like movie shit you know what i'm just gonna keep it i'm, I'm just gonna keep it the way it is you know just see how, how far it goes maybe one day it's just gonna be like a pussy it's gonna be like a, a picture of a pussy um <clears throat> yeah so I rec- I do recommend the movie. I think everyone should watch it. I think there's a lot to learn from it. I think it's well made. And yeah, even like the dialogue is like okay, there's also a cop character. I guess it's pretty important. It's like kind of like two sides of the thing and it's like a cop character on his last day. But he's kind of a bitch. Like he sort of lets people push him around. And his is basically about like standing up for yourself. You know, not letting the the system boss you around, right? Like his boss is a fucking douchebag. Um, and like his wife is a bitch. And, you know, towards the end of it, he finally stands up. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot to the movie. There's a lot you can take from it. A lot you can... I mean, if I watch it a second time, I'll probably notice... It's one of those movies, you know? It's like, it's very... There's a lot of depth. I feel like there's a, there was a lot of thought put into it. And it wasn't just, you know... It, it's an inspired movie. It feels inspired. You know, uh, like, every shot is thought out, it seems. Like, the the intro is is very good. The entire movie is very human, like... Every emotion that they want you to feel, I feel like they they convey it. Like, they get it through to you, you know? Like, the beginning of the movie is him, like, in a traffic jam. And it's hot. Like, it seems they do a very good job at just making you irritated, right? It's a traffic jam. It's loud. It's noisy. There's people complaining. There's a fly, like, buzzing around his neck. 
there's you know, it, it, there's like you can see the mirage or whatever, like to signify it's the heat. And like you know, his like window doesn't open. There's it, yeah, it makes you frustrated. It does a good job. It, <clears throat> you know, and yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the unique movies, films that come out nowadays are like, they just seem too, too art house. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, they, like, we get it, dude. Like, okay, A24, right? I mean, you got like Hereditary and, and Midsummer and shit. And like, I don't, I didn't mind those movies. Right? I liked them. I enjoyed them. But it's like, I, I know they're trying to be, like, out there, you know? But with Falling Down, it's like, it just is unique. And it, but it's also grounded. And it doesn't just seem like a fucking, eh, I don't know. Like, the writing is, is, it's very good. Like the characters seem very realistic, even though a lot of them aren't. Like it's just the way they talk, right? Like characters will like mishear shit or like misinterpret things in the middle of a conversation. Interesting shit like that, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's the movie. Just watch it. Um Yeah, I guess Letterbox is a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> I mean look they just sexualize people and then they're like oh this movie's sexist it's like dude all you talk about is how fucking you wanna fuck Robert Pattinson and like Scarlett Johansson or whatever cause you're a lesbian <laughs> right that's all it is it's all just horny people it's like Twitter dude I guess I'm one of those people, you know, because I use Twitter, I use Letterboxd, but I just like making fun of them, you know, I just like fucking making fun of them. Um, yeah, uh, I've been making music, music's so fucking hard, dude, because you need to train your ear, right? And music engineering, right? Like making beats is like, you know, you do it for like three years, you get the formula, you can hold your ground, right? But engineering is like, you genuinely have to train your ear. And like nothing's a formula, you just have to know when things sound right, right? And then also, things sound different on different devices. So on my phone, like, a song could sound like shit. Uh, on headphones, it, it might sound perfect. On, By the way, the car, when I try to listen to it in the car, it always sounds like shit. It, it's always the worst. And, you know, it's my fault. I just don't know what I'm doing. But I think I'm, I'm getting there slowly. And it's it, it, what I've been trying to... Mix shit for like a year now. 
So just now am I finally sort of kind of getting it. It's so hard, man. And like big ups to the fucking professional uh, engineers out there. But then again, they probably went to school. They have all the best technology, right? The nice studio. So, you know. I just got my fucking earphones and yeah. I recently got a keyboard, a MIDI keyboard, like the piano that you can play on your computer. Um, I have small hands, right? My hands are pretty small. Uh, I got this one because they said it was like real life keys. Kind of regretting it now. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the smaller keys would have been easier for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, Asians are great at piano, so I'm sure. And they're all short. Have small hands, so I'm sure I'll be fine. I'll just learn. Um, yeah. Started snowing again. We had one day, and it was the day I went to that the first concert, the Amine concert. It was so nice. It was like 16 degrees. Oh my god! And then the rest of the 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 two weeks have just been dog shit. Just cold. No sun, uh, a little bit of snow. <sighs> when will it stop, you know? When will it fucking stop? I love summer so much. It's so much. I hate winter. Besides, like, Christmas, it sucks. And Christmas is only good because of the food. Because I'm not a kid anymore, right? Like, we do Secret Santa, but, you know, now I got to give gifts. When I was a kid, I just got shit. But now I gotta like drop 40 on a present. But at least the food's good, you know. <clears throat> um, I think we're having pizza tonight. But I see I gotta pitch in $10 for that. You know, you, you can't get anything for free nowadays. <laughs> you can't get nothing for free. And that's what's wrong with this country. Um, yeah, um, I was on TikTok and there's still people complaining about like healthcare in America, not complaining, but like debating it. And it's like, dude, of course you're not going to pay, you know, I mean, I don't know how it works over there. You know, I, I've never lived there. So what, you, you don't get health care, but you do need insurance? But is that cheaper than the taxes that we pay in Canada? That's the thing. It's like, in the grand scheme of things, is it cheaper to just... But I'd still rather just pay like a little bit whenever I buy a fucking chocolate bar so that I can get my shit fixed, you know? And then, but there's also Canadians that complain about like wait times. Which is true, right? I mean, the wait times are long, but it's like, dude, if you have like a medical emergency, they're going to get you in like right away, right? It's not like when you have fucking a bullet in your stomach, they're going to make you wait in the waiting room for like three hours. Like I had a kidney kidney stone, which isn't like, you know, I need treatment right away. It hurts like a bitch, but it's not like I'm going to die. 
And yeah, I waited in the waiting room for like two hours before they fucking, probably maybe even more. I, I actually don't remember. It's a couple years ago. But you know, I got in and I got the treatment. Sure, I had to wait. But you know, I didn't have to fucking pay $10,000. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just a bunch of bitches, I guess. But I, I did hear that, like, it's not, it's not the best in terms of, like, doctors and shit. So, I mean, if, I feel like if I have a serious problem, I'm going to go to Korea. Those motherfuckers, you know, their doctors are so good, they're killing themselves, you know, <laughs> before they even become doctors. That's how good they are. That's how good they have to be. Um, yeah, how crazy is that? It's just like, I mean, that country is, it's harsh. I'm so glad I wasn't born there. And like, I had to go to school there. Because dude, I wouldn't have made it. I definitely would have been homeless in Korea. Are you kidding me? Dude, I failed math. In the fucking grade, I guess it was grade 12. Which is like senior year for, anyway, that's not. Canadian. Yeah, I would not have survived, dude. I'm not good at math. I'm not well, I I feel like I could be, it's just I'm not interested. And at the same time, I'm just not like gifted in that type of shit. I don't know. I feel like my mind is fucked. Not in like a ooh, I'm like I'm like damaged. I'm unhinged. No, it's just like I can't fucking remember shit. Um, yeah, I was watching, uh, like, TED Talks yesterday before I watched the movie, and I was watching, okay, I'm on Discord, okay, let me just, on my second monitor, I'm on Discord, and some bitch is listening to Lil Nas X, fucking gay guy, anyways, um, what was I talking about? TED Talks, right. Yeah, it was Cole Bennett, uh, the guy behind Lyrical Lemonade. And it was like 20 minutes. Uh, very interesting. It's crazy how, how this guy like came up. Because he's from, I think, Chicago. Uh, but not like, I, I don't know if it's Chicago, but he's in like a rural area near there. Right, and yeah, he uh, he just made like music videos for people, and then he created like this whole brand. Uh, but he did it in like a really smart way, you know. Like in high school, he just created a bunch of stickers, handed it out to people, you know. Uh, I mean, shit like that. Like, you know, kids don't do that. You know, not like every kid. Like it, I think it does. It's like some kids really just have that, have that uh, ambition and shit, drive. You know, thinking outside the box. You know what I mean? Um, and he's talking about like this one shoot that he had. Um, 
I forgot with who. I think it was Wiz Khalifa and Gucci Mane. And on set, or like Gucci Mane couldn't make it. And they're, they're, they were telling him like, hey. And this is his first shoot with like a big artist, you know? Like he was doing like underground shit this whole time. Now he's with like a, a big fucking artist. And like the manager or whatever, he's like, yeah, dude, Gucci Mane can't make it. Like he's not going to make it onto, onto any of the shoots. Or like, this, you know. That day was the only shoot they had, and he wasn't there. So, you know, Gucci Mane's not going to be in the music video for a Gucci Mane song, right? Well, it's like Wiz and... <coughs> Wiz and uh, Gucci Mane. And uh, so he's, like, stressed as fuck. And, you know, of course you are, right? It's supposed to go one way, how you planned it, and it doesn't. And it's also your first time shooting with, like, a big artist. You don't want to let them down, Right? And then some dude, like uh, one of the extras, comes up to him and he's like, hey, you're our leader. Lead us or something like that. He says some shit like that. And so what he does is, you know, he he goes up to one of the lighting guys and he's like, you're going to be Gucci Mane for this music video. And I was like, oh, dude, that's pretty clever. Like, that's funny too, you know. And that's how you, you know, I guess in situations like that, you really just got to, like, calm down and think, you know? And, like, his whole, like, theme during the TED Talk was, like, being a ha- uh, glass, glass half-full person, like, optimistic or whatever. And, yeah, I think I think it's true, right? Like, if you're a pessimist, like, things are just going to go the way you think they are, right? And most of the time, that's, like, shitty, so, yeah, I mean, you, you know, obviously it's a corny, right? Some corny shit, but at the same time, it's it's kind of how you got to do it to succeed, you know? Um, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I'd be down to make a music video, you know? Um, I don't know. Cause I like the camera that I have. I I'd only have to be able to shoot during daytime. Cause the nighttime, like the the lighting during the nighttime, is shit on that camera. Like it, it's just very grainy. I mean it's old, right? But during the daytime, it looks pretty nice. It, it's what we filmed the fucking movie on that we made. Which, by the way. Is a fucking miracle we even finished it. You know? It was 30 minutes long. Like, even when I think about it, it's crazy. It's definitely the biggest thing I've ever done. Um, but yeah. Man, my school's almost over in like a month. I'm so glad. I fucking hate school, dude. Like, university is just... Maybe I'm in the wrong fucking uh, program, but it's it's so it's whack. Um, yeah, TED talks. I'd be down to give a TED talk, but would I do it on though, dude? If this podcast gets famous, 
and I get to do a TED talk. Oh, oh, that's the dream, right? Man, what would I even talk about? Yeah, I was in my uh, room just uh, speaking some bullshit. No, you'd have to say like some deep stuff. The mind, the mind works in a wonderful way. And if you put your mind to it, you you can manifest things to reality. Now, it always starts with like a question. It's like, how do you, how do you get a dick out of your mouth? You open your mouth. How do you get a dick out of your ass? Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be like a TED talk on like fine arts or something. <laughs> you know, this has nothing to do with it. Sam Hyde, uh, <laughs> he, he has like an old TED talk that he did. And he like tricked them into thinking he, uh, he was like an actual person, like an actual like, uh, well-known person. I mean, he. I mean, he was known, just like, on the fucking internet as like a comedian, I guess. But you know, they thought he was gonna be like some ed- highly educated person, and he just goes on there and fucking just says bullshit. It's so funny. It's actually really funny. Um, and yeah, it takes some balls, dude. But, yeah, he basically just makes fun of the whole, like, concept, the format. Like, yeah, he's talking about how to make, like, the world better or some shit. But it's, like, go to Africa and, like, just, uh, I think you just said, like, destroy the kids or some shit. I don't, I don't remember. I gotta watch it again. Um, yeah, I was watching Twisty P yesterday. He's like the guy on TikTok that got popular for just singing Yeet songs and uh, going barefoot around the street, just splashing like sewer water <laughs> on cars. Dude, that guy's fucking wild. First of all, he's my age. He's 21, right? Um, he could have been a D1 basketball, a baseball player. He was also very talented in football. Got a scholarship. You know, he could have made it. Right, ends up he says he had he. I was watching his no jumper interview. He says he didn't do he hasn't done any drugs. I doubt it. Right, even during the interview, he, I mean, he might have just been nervous, but it's just like you can tell this guy's just a kid. He looks like he's thirty. Right, but you can tell. I mean, he's twenty one. You know, you can tell he's just a kid. Right. And, you know, he's, like, exposed to all this shit so fast. All this, like, you know, popularity. And it's not a good image, right? Uh, like, he got jumped by, like, his favorite rappers. <laughs> Which is tragic. Um, he acts like a fucking psycho on the streets. And, I, you know, I don't think he's proud of that. I, th- I think he's, like, doing, like, a reform uh, thing. Like, people say it's, like, the new twisty arc. Like, I'm a fan, okay? He has a Twitch channel. He plays, like, Valorant and Minecraft. Yeah, like, apparently, like, in eighth grade, he was, like, big into the Minecraft scene. And he was, like, trying to be, like, the European, best European Minecraft players. How fucking random is that? This guy was playing 
baseball at like the highest level in his age group. But he was also just playing Minecraft competitively. And I don't know. I just think it's so fucking funny. But yeah, like he definitely has like ADHD or something. Because he, first of all, he can't sit just still. He can't sit still. He plays Valorant and Minecraft at the same time, right? So when he's like in the champion select screen, like the character selection screen, and like waiting, he he just all tabs and plays Minecraft at the same time. And like in between rounds, he'll play, he'll do like a 1v1 on Minecraft. It's fucking crazy. It's like, I don't know, I, I guess, I don't know if he needs help, you know? Like, is it just the character? Like, does he, is he just a normal dude normally? I don't know. But at the same time, he's like, you know, you can kind of see like the, he he doesn't want to fuck up around like people that he looks up to, you know? Like, okay, the no jumper interview that he had. With the Adam, whatever, whoever the fuck that guy is, um, the interviewer. And it's like, you know, there were two other guys also um, who weren't on, like, it was Adam's crew or whatever. And Adam, he didn't really know Twisty, right? Like, his boys sort of just set up the whole interview. And, like, it doesn't really go well. It's not like a great interview. Twisty's kind of nervous. He's kind of like, you know, not really open. And also, he's just sort of like incoherent. Like, yeah, yeah. like he'll say shit that has nothing to do with the question. Like, they'll be like, oh, um, uh, did they like fly you out to LA? And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, like the tattoo I got, uh, you know, because of some shit. Like, he'll talk about just fucking nonsense. And that's where I think, like, okay, this guy is either, you know, it's either he has, like, no social cues, social understanding, or he's on fucking drugs, dude. Also, he did, like, he had, um like, chewing tobacco. And I guess it was, like, his first time using it or something. I don't, I don't know. But he didn't want to spit it out, so he, he was just swallowing it. Like, little by little during the entire thing. And he's like, yeah, it's fucking me up. It's like, yeah, dude, what are you doing? <coughs> but, um, yeah, like, in the middle of the interview, like, you know, two-thirds into it, Adam, who's supposed to be, like, the host, the main dude, just, like, walks off. He's like, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. It just didn't seem like he gave a shit about Twisty, which is fine. But also, it, dude, it's your show, right? Like, you're supposed to be in control of it. Anyways, uh, yeah, and then Twisty's like, oh, did I say something wrong? Like, is that why he, he walked out? So you can kind of tell he, he doesn't want to, like, you know what I mean? But, I mean, too late for that. He fucking made a diss track and shit. <laughs> About, like, one of the bigger rappers in the underground scene, right? Jace. 
said some shit about, uh, about his baby or something. I don't know. Also, he's, just, he's a Latino guy. Drops the N-bomb numerous times, right? And that is up for debate about whether or not that's okay, right? That's the, it's the common uh, can Latino say the N-word debate. Like, I'm not going to say anything, okay? That's not for me to uh, decide. That's between the Mexicans and the fucking, you know, the people that I get recommended on Twitter. <clears throat> um, yeah. I don't know. Like, it, it's like nowadays that that can happen so fast, right? Like shit like Twisty. You know, you just get, you blow up on TikTok and then all of a sudden you're out in L.A., fucking on no jumper and that's what they talk about they're like dude you gotta understand it's it's only been like two months since you blew up you know what i mean yeah and i think i think i think it does get to people you know i mean it happens all the time to like kid stars right like fucking uh the guy the home alone kid macaulay culkster like that guy he looks fucking terrible <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, like, was he, like, he definitely was on drugs. I'm I'm pretty sure he's been into, like, rehab and shit. I think he's gotten better. Like, I, I saw him in a couple, like, commercials, I think, recently. Not recently, but, like, in the past couple of years. And also, you know, like, with, with kids and shit. I don't know how they always end up getting fucking pedophiles as <laughs> as the people in charge, dude. Like Dan Schneider? Come on. Did that guy get arrested? <laughs> or is he just like not allowed to work on like shit anymore? Cause that guy was nuts, man. Fucking Nickelodeon. Freddie definitely got molested. From fucking iCarly. Um, yeah, I don't know. That I guess, I, I guess it's just like powerful people. I mean, you do need some a little bit of like, you know, sociopathy, I guess, because you just gotta like. Okay, here's the thing. It's like those business oriented people. They're very, they're not for humans. You know what I mean? Like my boss, when I worked at Little Caesars, it's like nothing's relatable. Okay, there's a scene in like, in a, a fucking, in Falling Down. It's in the beginning. And the cop, he's in like a traffic jam. And there's like a, there's a billboard. Right? And it's like some, you know, obviously the advertisement has like some hot bitch, right? With like big tits. And it's like, there's nothing amusing about that, right? It's fucking corporate. It's literally just to get you to buy this product. But then there's like, it's spray, it's, there's graffiti on it, right? And it's like a little cartoon guy like poking out of the tits and he like says some quirky shit. And then the cop laughs at that. 
And it's like, yeah, that's that's human, right? This corporate shit doesn't fucking have any connection to us at all. You know, it's not for us. It, well, it it you know it's it's to use us, right? And it's like the only enjoyment we can get out of it is when like an actual human, f- you know, interacts with it. Like an actual human being who's not just doing it for fucking profit. And it's like the people who laugh at the fucking Wendy's Twitter account are, they can't be humans, right? It's like, dude, give this PR guy a raise. Give the guy managing this Twitter account a raise because he said some shit that we say sometimes. It's like, dude... They fucking got to you, man. You know? And I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy dude. But it's like... Yeah, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I mean, when I worked at Little Caesars... You know, my boss... It was his first store or whatever. <laughs> and he's a very business-orientated dude. Obviously, he he runs a business. But it's like I can't have a conversation with him. You know what I mean? Because it's like he doesn't have any interests. He just goes to work and has kids. That's it. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I can't talk to him about movies, shows, because he just doesn't have fucking time for it, which is fine. Like, okay, good for him, right? Like he's doing great, better than me, obviously. Runs a Little Caesars, right? But at the same time, it's like your workers are never going to be happy. At least like working, you know, around you. They're not going to, well, it's not that they're not going to be happy working around you, but it's like they're not going to get anything from it. You know what I mean? In terms of like social need, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, that shit, it it fucking desensitizes you to the human aspect, right? Of saying shit when you want to say it. Like, Starbucks is all about, oh, you got to be happy, you got to do this shit. But it's like, when I'm mad, I want to just be fucking mad. And I want to, you know... I want people to know. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Corporate's crazy. Corporations are nuts. You know, they're the new fucking mafia, right? It's like everything they do is, is for profits. Nothing they do. Is to act, like even when, like let's say a company like helps Ukraine or like you know shuns Russia, it's like they're only doing that so they don't get into shit. They don't actually give a fuck. Um, it's it's a corporation. It's an entity. It's not, it's not human. There's no humanity in it. You know. Um, yeah, but like I still fall for it. 
yeah, yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I'm better than, you know, <laughs> better than people. You know, I use fucking Amazon. I feed Jeff Bezos, right? But it's, I'm not going to act like it's not a problem. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Right? Yeah, I could live in the fucking jungle. But I uh, don't want to. I mean, look, I, I have no place to complain, right? The only people who should be complaining are, I guess, the poor people. You know? I don't know. Look, I'm not fucking loaded, okay? I rely on the university or the government giving me money. <laughs> okay? Um, yeah, I've just been living off of that shit. By the way, thank God... For fucking OSAP or whatever. Dude, I didn't have to pay a fucking dime for school. I barely take any courses. I don't enjoy it. I'm literally going to drop out this year. There are like fucking immigrant students who have to pay like 10000 a course. And they're actually putting in work. Actually, you know what? Some of them aren't. Okay. <coughs> Let's be real, you know, some of the Chinese kids, you know, but there are a lot of kids that, that are, you know, obviously. I also, I don't know why you'd go to York out of all schools. It's like, dude, go to UFT, you know? Yeah, man. Yemen. Um, yeah, this Palestine, Ukraine shit. I mean, this Ukraine and Russia shit. And everyone's like, oh. Did I talk about, I think I talked about this last episode. You know, about Palestine. And how, like, they didn't get the same treatment. Could the fucking news outlets be any more just confidently racist? You know what I mean? And, like, the people who agree with them are also just low-key racist. And like, okay, you know, Europe's racist, right? They are. Like the fucking Ukraine, when the people were trying to escape, trying to leave the country, they like tried to not let black people onto the train or whatever, according to the videos and on Twitter, right? If that is true, obviously fucked up, but... Yo, what do you expect? You know what I mean? It's fucking Europe. Um, yeah, they're fucking racist. Look, they, they got rid of their issue because they were just like, yeah, let's just not have black people in our countries. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not systemically racist, I don't think, but they're just, their people are just racist. The government isn't racist. The people are. Um... In the States, you know, I guess, you know what? Maybe the government in Europe is racist too. I don't know. But it seems like America just has it, has it really down, you know. They've got their shit down. They've got their racism on lock, you know. I mean, the whole prison shit is, is fucking insane. How they're basically just allowed to do slavery, right? Like, they fooled us all, you know. They really got us. 
Um, yeah, wild. See, the Cole Bennett thing, you know, you got to think outside the box. You run into a problem, you know, you lose the Civil War. Uh, George Washington, who the fuck? Abraham Lincoln frees all your slaves. You got to think of something else, you know? Um, yeah, okay, I guess that's it. Uh, I'll try to watch two movies from now on. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. I'll just do whatever I want, you know. I'll do what I want. But uh, yeah, thank you. And bye.